When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? I'm just going to talk over this song, Jake. It is July 3rd, one day before America's birthday. Ah, man. Intern Luke's calling in the middle of the show. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. What show is this? John Boy Jake Radio. Oh, what an honor. What an honor. Are you going to be late? I was going to see if I can hang out with Ike when he comes. He's going to be here in eight minutes. Yep. Okay, bring me a coffee when you come. From where? Anywhere. Wow. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys, for having me. See ya. Thanks. Absolutely. Uh, back to the song. Hell right. yeah. Hell yeah, America. Yo, I love this song. Absolutely love this song. One day away from July 4th. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. We're going to do some sports news, some weird news. We already took our first caller of the day. We already got our first sponsor and donation. Actually, a second one just came through. Halen Salcedo and Willow the Hero. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate that. Jake, how you doing? What a wild opening to the show. I'm good, man. I'm good. I... I can't believe you started talking over this song. I thought you were just going to let the whole thing go and then start the show. I would have loved to, but the people that are on YouTube, they're just looking at me listen to a song. It's the dream. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great song. This isn't this yeah. isn't the good version, though. I like the live version when he says that. Back in school, I used to sing this little something like this. I like when he throws those things in the middle of it. See, I think this is a classic case of less is more, man. He just slows it down a little bit. Let's well, rip. it. But the, back in school, I used to sing a little something like this. It's great. Throw right. it out in the middle of a concert. Okay. Always Whoa. great. Honey, did you hear? This is how he used to sing it when he was in school. How he used to sing it when he was in the school. Um, <laughs> intern Luke with an impressive performance so far. Yeah, well, yeah, my, my, our nephew is arriving from the airport in eight minutes. Right. Yeah. But he made his debut. So, yeah. I'm doing all right. We're sneaking up on the 4th of July. Kind of doesn't feel like the 4th of July. Well, it's not. Um, but I don't know. There's no, like, anticipation or buildup or anything on my end, really. No? Not, not really. We got, um, we, we got a... 
Jess's Jess's brother is in town with his girlfriend, so I had to pick them up from the airport yesterday. Um, but I mean, they kind of want to do their own thing. They're younger. Um, they just had a friend move out here and stuff. So, yeah. does Denver not do like a big fireworks thing? I would expect them to. I mean, everywhere in the world does a big fireworks thing. What's the question there? Well, like some places have like good fireworks, and some places do the bare necessities. Yeah, I mean it's a city, so it's it's not it's not Middlebury, Connecticut, and wondering if the MRA is going to have a good fireworks show. No, I mean there's going to be fireworks and everything, but I mean we're we're just hanging. I mean, got uh got the horses in the back. We'll be watching some Yankees. Um, some nice weather. Hopefully, get out there a little bit today. But uh, yeah, man, ready. Uh, I'm I'm ready. I guess intern Luke's call got me ready for the Fourth of July. How uh how are you doing over there? Good. Cleaned the entire house yesterday. Well, I cleaned the main areas, the common areas, right. which was. I think Katie was happy with me about mop the floors, swept. I deep cleaned. Nice. It was good. I also got some stuff done along the way. So that was I was happy with that. Fourth of July. We- mop, then sweep? No, you sweep, then mop. Okay. So you said it in that order. I got worried. I was going to say no. Katie's not happy with you. No, no. I swept, then mopped. Swept, then mopped. Got I it. went to the store and bought a broom because I broke our last broom. Nice. It's more so the broom broke in my hand. Okay. Which is bullshit. I'd like to hear the broom side of the story, but... He was manhandling me. But the broom's dead now, so it can't tell its story, Jim. Half broom! No, we still got the half broom. This court would love to hear the broom side of the story, but guess what? The broom has been murdered. <laughs> There's been another murder. There's been another murder in Savannah. Uh, you're you're kind of... You're kind of doing a southern accent. You got to do a Tallahassee accent. It's just kind of like molasses spilling out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's a good episode of The Office. Uh, yeah, I like we go to the beach to watch the fireworks. I like that. We, I have people coming over. My relatives from Michigan are coming, and one of uh, my cousins and her two kids and husband are staying in our house. That's always weird because... I record from the house, and we have a live in like this small cottage type house. So I loud up the entire house, and now we're gonna have other people who are like on the other side of the door, like, "What's he talking about? Frog yeah. sex?" That's how it goes, though. We're not doing JJR tomorrow, so you're talking about frog sex. Well, they're here for four days, so I think we will spill into one day of it. So then, yes, there will be frog sex, JJR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be exciting. That'll be exciting. All right, let's get into everything. You got to rank your day yesterday, and then we'll get into the sports. Rank your day yesterday. Tuesday, uh, Yankees gave us a Tuesday game. Had to do an airport trip, which is a Tuesday activity. All in all, not a detrimental Tuesday. I did. I wanted to go. Dude, just little things, man. Like I was like, all right, let me get a little workout in before I have to get them from the airport. And so I had a little pre-workout, and then I got caught up sending a couple work emails, and then it was there wasn't enough time to work out. So like I had like a little bit of pre-workout without getting a workout in. So I'm like just a little twitchy. Um, I don't know. Yesterday was a five-two. Your height, a tribute to you. <laughs> what a good joke, Jake. 
What a joke about jokes. What was your day yesterday? Um, my day yesterday, I didn't like yesterday. I Ooh. did the cleaning. I was happy with that. Luke made this nice logo for the baseball podcast we're going to do, but then nice. the computer died on him or he accidentally shut it off by with his knee hitting the outlet, which wiggled the cord, which happens, and it's very frustrating for him, kind of funny and frustrating for me. Right. Uh, and he lost the whole thing, so that sucked. But then the Yankees game was kind of like, meh. And I was up late. I don't know. I'm just going to go 6-2. Wow. Cleaning times. Feels good when you get done cleaning. Yeah, I'd say that's that's a that's a good half point bump. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded yeah. like sounded like a five seven, but with the cleaning times that brings it up to six two. I get it. I, I was happy that it made it made uh Katie happy. That's good. That's good. Let's go into the sports. I think there's a lot of stuff in baseball to talk about. Really? Yep. On your mark. Get set. Go. Jim, NBA free agency part trace. Um, I mentioned yesterday that the second tier and third tier free agents were signing. We're on to the fourth tier. Um, we we had Emmanuel Moutier from last year's Knicks. He signs to be the fourth point guard on the Jazz. Um, and Jim, most importantly... Jared Dudley, your guy, going to the Lakers. Good so he's, he's, he's going to be part of LeBron mania. And if Kawhi ends up there, and as we mentioned, Kawhi still silent on the Kawhi Western front. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we get any news about that. People were trying to make Lakers news, and then everyone came out. There was even a quote that said, Kawhi's camp heard people were spreading rumors, so they're going to recoup again and, and make their decision. And it's like, what? Uh, so that's basketball. Jim, the big story from yesterday was probably the U.S. women. A uh, little bit of a birthday tea party for Alex Morgan as they advanced to the finals. No Rapino was the story before the game. Turned out she had a hamstring injury. They were playing it a little coy, and, and maybe if they needed her, she could have ran. But she says she'll be fit for the finals. Jim... Around the Horn baseball news, Angels win an emotional game after the Skaggs news from yesterday. Corbin wore 45 as a tribute to him. Uh, a little Yankees roundup. Sterling is going to miss his first game. We had that breaking at the end of last episode. We thought it was going to be tonight. Turns out it's going to be for the Tampa series. Kind of, kind of John Sterling in a nutshell. Yankees and Mets, they kind of reverse the script. The Yankees' pens blows the lead late. And Jim... All-star Tommy LaStella leaves with a bruised shin. Might open up an all-star spot, potentially Glaber, Torres, or Xander Bogertz. You got some baseball stuff not on here, but what do you got, bud? That's that's where I was. Uh, I was surprised. Oh, you didn't see? The Brewers lost the game in like a dumb fashion and then the Dodgers walked f or the Dodgers got 5 walks in a row to tie the game and then take the walk off walk. The, the <laughs> they walked the bases loaded, walked to tying run and then walked the go ahead run. It was wild wild theatrics last you night. You know our fans hate 
walks, and they hate the Brewers, so that's why I didn't bring that up. Well, the Brewers, the Brewers didn't do the walking, so right. Our fans just hate any Milwaukee news. No, no the Brewers play is wild. We can talk about this stuff first. The U.S. Women's Let's go by the Q scores, man. What Q scores? Our listeners, what what they what they like listening to? They hate walk stories and they hate Brewers stories. Wow, Roland. Gut chick in the chat real quick with the, hey, I love the Brewers. I love them. Saying, please stop, Jake. Oh, please answer the Q scores. Yeah. Yeah, no, baseball was wild last night. The Yankees were dull, but Talk rest- about it. You're already there. Um, yeah, so the Dodgers, like I said, the Dodgers versus the Diamondbacks, Jake. They right. are um, they're tied at, I believe, three apiece. Going into the bottom of the ninth. Okay. Now, in the bottom of the ninth, we have Rios grounds out. So, one out. Oh. Austin Barnes flies out to center. Two outs. One out away from going into extra innings. Greg Holland is pitching. He walks Chris Taylor. Full count, Chris Taylor walks. Russell Martin's up next. Full count, walks him. Next, our dude Verdu goes up, three and one count, walks him. Bases are now loaded, but one out away from it being nothing at all. Right. Matt Beatty comes up, four pitch walk. He's now just like lost it. I don't know how they let that dude Holland stay in for so long. I guess the thought is he's one out away. (laughs) He's their guy. Yeah, he's their closer. So he walked in the tying run when he did the four-pitch walk to Beatty, and now they're like, all right, let's get Greg Holland out. So they bring in TJ McFarland to face Bellinger. Bellinger works the count full, walks him. Five walks in a row, no hits, tied the game, and then won the game. They didn't get a hit in the ninth inning. They made two outs. They they tied the game and won the game. Smart. It's impressive. OBT. It's that it's that around the base paths thing, the cartoon, just constantly walking around like a parade. Go go Dodgers! Yeah, tough outing by Greg Holland, and then the Brewers Puig just continues to be in highlight shows. the The Brewers were up four to three going into the eighth inning. And the uh, the Reds tied it. Votto with a nice RBI in the bottom of the eighth. It goes to the eleventh. In the eleventh, it's a nice RBI. Look like uh, ripped it down the line, and then the runner scored from second, okay. all the way to the wall. Yeah, uh, bad RBI is what happened later on. I guess it didn't even count as an RBI, but a bad RBI would be like Paxton's RBI yesterday in the. I know people disagree with you, but go on. Um, So Puig singled on a sharp line drive to center. You have to watch this play because it's kind of weird. So Yellick throws it in, and the first baseman, like, misses it, and then the catcher runs to back it up, but now there's no one at home, so Puig guns it home. They try to scramble, and that's the winning run. That was, like, the walk-off. Yeah, I'm watching it now. Yeah, so... The the throw went up the third base line with the, the pitcher is behind the catcher backing up the throw from right field where he should be. 
um, with the throw coming in and coming up the line, uh, the catcher goes to get it because it goes off the first baseman's glove. So it's kind of trickling into the area where like a good bunt would be. Yeah. Puig, smart enough to read that, comes home and scores. Uh, yeah, really, really good base running by Yassel. Yassel Puig. Yassel. Might be the most hated guy in the MLB. No way. I don't know. Judging from my YouTube comments and Twitter comments, I think he's up there. I don't know. I I feel like he's he gets some dislike, but he's also loved by a lot of people. I know that you love him, but I, I, on my YouTube comments, there's not a lot of and Twitter. There's a lot of people that are like ah, he's a clown, but blah, blah. But there's a lot of people that hate him. Sure. Yeah. He should be. He needs to be. He needs to be better. Is basically. Like he he he's loud, but is I wish he was better. And then he merited being as loud as he is. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like he's loud for himself, you know. Like it's it's never. I think we did this when we initially talked about, um, Dietrich. Like it felt like Dietrich's trying to do stuff that's outside of his own skin, like. Puig is always Puigged. Yeah, it's and always it, been who he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. People are always going to dislike someone who's a little flashy. Actually, uh, his career numbers are better than I thought they were. He gets he gets hot. Um, and I, I think that's a... I, I think it'd be an interesting case study because I feel like there's a couple weeks every year where he shows like he's one of the best players in the game. And then the rest of the season, he kind of trickles along and does what he's doing. But uh, we'll be it because, like, if you look at it, a lot of his numbers from this year look solid, but the average and the on base percentage. But if if you factor in like I don't know two, three really hot weeks, those stats end up looking pretty good at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, he he's got a career eight something OPS. I just came off of it. Um, he's got a career eight twenty four OPS. Yeah, I was pretty shocked by that. Good. He's a threat. What if we compared Puig's 22 to 28 years to Harper's 22 to 28 years? You think they're similar? Not really. Oh, you couldn't even do that because Harper's not 28. Yeah. But the only only way you'd get the same amount of years is you take out Harper's 19-year-old season. And then you have 2013 to, to now, and Harper's still better. Yeah. I think it's closer than people, closer than I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, Harper's had a lot of injuries, too. Yeah, but Puig was a part-time player for two seasons, so it's kind of... Uh, it's 70 more, 80 more games for Harper. In those years, yeah. Younger, better. Harper's better than Puig, but I, I was shocked that Puig's OPS and and on base percentage were like good. I didn't know that his career numbers people, would be. People good. thought he was going to be one of the best young players in the game, and it, it. I mean, he's he's good, but um, yeah. I mean, when he came up, he he was not just as much as a sensation as Harper, but he he was the story for a while. Oh yeah, couldn't say his name. No one had to say it. People were trying to say like Pig. <laughs> yeah, so Pig. Yeah, so Pig. Uh, there's chaos in NBA free agency part three. Is that what you're saying? 
We just got more signings, Jim. Um, I, I mentioned Moutier, Jeff Green. They both signed with the Jazz. The Jazz are becoming like a favorite in the West, which is um, kind of bizarre, but uh, people are praising all of their moves. Almost to the point of a little too, a little too far. Oh, hello. And then he, he doesn't know, guys. He doesn't know. Get off him about it. Um, and then, yeah, just just some some little smaller moves. Jared Dudley, Jim, your guy in L.A., bright light. Yeah, Dudley back in his hometown. So I like that. I think he's from L.A. I mean, Dudley's like either he gets along with LeBron and he's going to be one of the culture setters, kind of like it was on the Nets, like, you know, intense guys, you know, or – he gets doesn't get along with LeBron. They bad heads, and LeBron will send him out like in an instant. Because who cares? Yeah, I think I think he's gonna be chilling. He's he's pretty respected around the league, and I uh, I don't think they're gonna end up needing him that much. But if they do, hey, knock him down, Jared. Um, a lot of years in the league from Baston College, and then yeah, the Kawhi stuff. Um, in, interested to see what what comes out. If everyone was in on him going to the Lakers and like starting to get cocky about it, and then they basically fully pulled the rug out. Um, if he goes to the Lakers, everyone's going to be pretty bummed out. Um, the consensus right now is that the league has, like, if Kawhi goes to the Raptors or, I mean, the Clippers are also rumored, like, this would be arguably the most wide open season in NBA history. And cuz normally there's there's a couple power teams or there's a couple power players. It's MJ, it's LeBron, it's 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 all of that. Um if Kawhi goes to the Raptors or the Clippers it it would be it would be insane. I mean, you you'd have people picking 10 different teams to win the title and that just doesn't happen in the NBA. So people are I think more so people are rooting that although Laker fans like to get loud at the right moments, and if he goes there, then they will be the favorites easy. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, they got I mean, that's kind of cool with the Warriors kind of less than, but the Warriors just won without KD, so... But now Clay's hurt and all that. Oh, they lost. And... Oh, yeah, they lost. <laughs> that's the thing that's nuts. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors won the title... And now Kawhi is a free agent. They were good. And he, he's become like an afterthought. Did Iggy leave? Iggy's gone. Iggy yeah. got traded. He was like a salary dump. D'Angelo Russell is technically on Golden State right now. Interesting. But yeah. the caveat is Clay is going to be out for most of this year. The, the Golden State takes, what you're missing in the NBA world, Jim, it's a great time to give a Golden State take. And your take is either... Golden State's still going to be back there, and they're going to be the favorites, or it's Golden State's missing the playoffs, and there's no tweener area right now. And guess what? The answer is the tweener area. Kai just beat the Warriors. I know they were yeah. hurt. It would suck if he went and teamed up. Like, you be the dude people team up with. Don't go team up with them. Yeah, I've I've got one theory going, and I, I think it ties into Kawhi's weirdness and what's going on is that we, we've had our eyes on LeBron James for the past 20 years. 
And we were LeBron and MJ, LeBron and MJ, you know, to the point that it literally became a joke in society. <laughs> like, if you walked up to a group of guys at the bar that you didn't know and you were like, so are you guys LeBron or MJ? Like, that would be a joke now. <laughs> um, I think what we've missed is that LeBron's always wanted to be LeBron. LeBron's pretty comfortable in his own skin at this point. Like, he, he does his own thing. He's got the Vino Braun going. He moved to L.A. Be- to start, like, his business practice with basketball kind of on the... Like, LeBron kind of did everything he wanted in this basketball world. What we've missed is Kawhi, Apple Time, Apple Time, Leonard. He might be chasing MJ. Like, it, LeBron... It felt like he was chasing MJ, and then he was being LeBron. Like, he wanted to do his own thing. Kawhi might be on this MJ warpath, the guy that he only watched, like, MJ videos. Like, that's when he wasn't yelling his board man gets paid stuff on the court, he was just watching Michael Jordan highlights off the court. And I think that Kawhi might be this monster where he's saying, well, I won two NBA MVP, uh, finals MVPs, by myself, basically, it might be time to join up with LeBron and Anthony Davis or another team and just collect titles. So at the end of the day, everyone's always going to point to MJ's rings. I think he might be going for that. He's got a ways to go. Yeah. (laughs) That's why you'd pair up with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Well, that'd be a bummer, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, the woman's... Soccer team, they beat yes. England. Alex Morgan scored a nice header, and then she drank some tea in her celebration. How about that? Accidentally looked like a doobie, man. Ooh, it's freak out. I didn't see any of that. People thought she was, like, smoking. So the still shot, so picture, picture, or you can even do it with me, Jim. Take a fake drink of coffee. Yeah. Where your hand lands is the international doobie sign. Um, so people were like freaking out about that. And then so they didn't watch the video. They just saw a still frame and freaked out. What terrible people, you know, the internet. And so, yeah. So then luckily that turned into the joke turned on those people pretty quickly. Um, I will say in Alex Morgan, if you're pretending to drink tea, you also need to provide the cup. That was her big mistake. You got to have the cup there and then drink the tea. Didn't she do that? I think she just had the teacup. You've confused me. So you have the teacup is on a plate normally. Oh, so you need the plate. You wanted her. You to need have the, the plate. plate. You were saying Excuse cup me. both times. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So if she had the if she had the plate there, that's that's fake tea drinking one hundred and one. So she kind of missed out on that. Um. And then the other play of the game, Jim, we, we talked briefly after it. I didn't see it live, but I saw the replay now. But I'll, I'll let you talk about it. Was the, the England missed into the penalty kick? Yeah, England should have won this game. Like, they were dominating the second half. They got a, they scored a goal, got taken back by offsides, barely, but did get taken back. Then they had a PK, and their, our, our Connecticut girl goalie, guessed right, smothered the ball, which is wild. Yeah, that's uh again, Jim. I you know I can always I can always relate something to my high school sports days, but I I was a goalie making a PK save. It's it's the best place in the world to be. 
you have zero expectations, and if you somehow do something right, you're a hero. Um, and shout out CT. What up? Trumbull, you said? Trumbull, I believe, yeah. Trumbull, Connecticut. Good mall. Everyone was freaking out about uh, Rapino not being in the starting lineup. As if they'd That's- never heard of gamesmanship before. It was the timeline, Jim. That it was the timeline that got people because the lineup came out and Rapino wasn't in it. Yeah, and they were saying, "Oh, well, press is in there for defensive purpose, and they're you know doing the England strategic attack." The injury stuff came out afterwards, but clearly she's injured. Uh, not necessarily, Jim, because soccer, U.S. soccer, is known for doing shit like this. That's why it, it raises like a vein in my neck, like U.S. soccer is the organization that does things like this. And they'll be like, well, Altidore's had, you know, three goals. Let's just bring him off the bench next game. He'll be rested in the 60th minute. And it's like, well, we're down two goals. Oh, Altidore will come in and put one in late, so we lose two to one. Great. Um, so that's, as you can see, um, a little a little vim and vigor of, of U.S. soccer. But then it does come out, it's her hamstring. But she says she'll be fit to play for the final gym. Nice. Sunday. Oh, Sam Philo's leaving. He says, I don't like soccer. Why? Leave Damn, him chat. Sam Philo. Baby. Anyway. Hey, all this gag Do you like has- America, Sam? No, he doesn't. Wow. All this gag stuff yesterday was pretty touching, and then I felt really grossed out by a lot of the internet. Ooh, okay. Everyone has to get their tweets off, Jake, and... It's it's like grosses me out. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I also think that a lot of people are young or like you said, you you saw since you've turned 25, you deal with death differently. I think everyone has their own way and a lot of people don't even know what their own way is. So they see people doing it on Twitter and they're like, "Okay, should I do this? Um, But there's definitely a couple people that are just like, they yeah, want to get it out there to get the likes and retweets oh, and yeah, stuff, which yeah, those I'm, people suck. Well, I'm talking about organizations and like companies too. Just like, hey, we got to get our Skaggs tweet out here. It's like gross, man. It's yeah. Don't, you don't just need to do like a crying emoji uh, and like you know a picture of the game. Like, I don't know. Grosses grosses me out. I know that their intentions aren't bad, but it just feels so. This is a real situation. Yeah. It's not just something that we can all be like, aren't you're sad? I'm sad. Aren't we all sad? Let's all retweet how sad we are. Like, I don't know. It is really the Internet grosses me out times like this. Yeah, it's kind of I mean, it's a definite society like case study that will look back and be bizarre. But there's also other people in a spec. Dude, you got to think about a company's angle like there. There could be people that come out and be like, oh, this company didn't even say anything about the Skaggs news like it. It, it can be kind of a double-edged sword a little bit. So I I think you're right, but it's also, I don't know, you just kind of have to shrug and be like, a lot of people don't know what they're doing, and a lot of people, a lot of, like, companies and stuff like that, like, kind of have a need to do something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the shittier part that you can, like, hold it again. Whatever. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. 
Stur- John Sterling missing games. I, I don't know if anyone who listens to this and isn't a Yankees fan, they probably think John Sterling sucks because that's what like the cool thing to think is. Uh, John Sterling's fucking awesome, and he hasn't missed a game in 40 years. It's the longest streak. Take Lou Gehrig's and Cal Ripken's streak. I thought it was 30 years. 39. I thought it was 18, 1989. He missed two broadcasts his first year in the Yankees booth. I thought it was 39 years, everything I saw. I I don't know. I was just I'm reading the article right now. It says 89. It says he it says that was his first year calling the Yanks. He missed two games that season, and then he's none since. So it's 30 years? Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's still, I think, that's still yeah. tops Cal it's Ripken. It's whole lifetime. Oh, yeah. It's my entire life. I'm yeah. 30 years old. It's insane. He's going to be in the broadcast all of him. Well, anyway, someone DM'd me, and they thought that there was a John Sterling imposter doing the radio last night. Because- well, it was confusing because everyone, everyone, you did a normal... <laughs> A plus B equals C. At the news came out that he was going to miss a game, so everyone assumed it was tonight. <laughs> and then he started broadcasting the game, and everyone was like, wait, Sterling, he's back? <laughs> I like that someone thought there was an impressionist in there. He's like, it's not Sterling. I was like, well, he's been sick, so he sounds different. But it did sound a little off, and I went back and listened. He's like, listen for 20 seconds, man. It's not Sterling. It's an imposter. They're doing a Sterling impression. <laughs> This guy in the booth sounds like if John Sterling had a cold. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. You and I were talking about like good for Sterling. What? Oh, I think we did this yesterday on here. Like, what if like it wasn't a big deal to him? He just naturally like, well, that's my job, so I, I just go to right. Work. <laughs> like, why would I need a day off? Well, that's what I thought at first because I I was one of the A plus B peoples because we said we got the breaking news at the end of the last JJR and it was like, oh, Sterling's gonna miss the game, and so we assumed it was tonight. And then, and then I saw Jay Sterling calls going, and I saw people tweet, and he was in there. I was like, "Wow, did he? Did Sterling just have this like freak out moment at at four thirty and be like, need to call the game?" Um, but no, he's skipping Tampa. Which Jim, I think there's some hellacious irony in that. His his most hated baseball place to go to. I I think I genuinely think that was a factor in the decision. Yeah, I think so too. He hates yeah. Tampa. He hates Tampa so much. They do that cowbell, and he refuses to talk as they're banging the bell there. It's pretty yeah. funny radio. Yo, I think our dude Ruko is, that's what the chat told us yesterday, is going to replace him. We need to get him on Talking Yanks to, like, yo, how nervous were you to replace? Because there's a crowd of people that just listen to Sterling. That's how they get their Yankees baseball. Even though TV's an option, they're like, right. fuck that. I like, they're probably really old. And they're not going to handle the change well. 30 years of Sterling, and here comes Ruko? Yeah. We got to get him on and talk how nervous he is about this. Done. Done. Yanks, Mets, and uh, I think that's all we had, right? We go to the half? Yeah, pretty much. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Listella has to go on the IL because Xander, Xander Bogarts on the Red Sox and Glaber Torres on the Yankees were two of the bigger all-star snubs. And if Listella leaves, they're going to be up for it, and that's going to start. Uh, that's going to start some internet poop. Ooh! All right, that's the half halftime, and then we'll do some weird news. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm I'm in my I'm in the room today. 
I uh, I told you let's get it a little earlier today because someone had it booked at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, and there's currently three, well, there's four bodies. There's three humans and a dog in my, you know, 600 square foot apartment. So this was kind of clutch. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I, I heard some Zimmer. I haven't gotten any Zimmer updates in a little while. He's been at my mom's house for the last two days. He's back now. And yeah, he's looking for solace. He likes being underneath things. And sure. he doesn't know where he wants to go now. So if you hear any pitter pattering around, that's Zimmer's feet. Where's he hang out at your mom's house? Just that top main floor? Yeah, all over, wherever people are. He likes being by people and but he he doesn't like laying on the floor now. He likes a cushion or a bed, so it's kind of hard for him. Mm. But he's been on the couch at my mom's house, and he's a couch dog at heart. And so now he's kind of looking at the couch in the office, which is covered in stuff, trying right. to get on there. And he's just retreated back to his bed. He gave up. Lost all hope. Been there. Been there. Yeah. All right. We good? We go to the news? I think so. Here we go. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. After a six-year battle, a Florida couple has won the right to plant vegetables in their front yard. The war is over. Denver, where, where Jake lives, is rounding up Canadian geese to turn them into food for the needy. Cuts to Jake eating Canadian geese in two weeks. A man has taken advantage of his thinness to steal Jake. So thin, he was he became a theft. His superpower being super thin. They put him in jail. He escaped. Thinner than the bars. <laughs> a man who died... Days after allegedly eating a gecko was reported to have rotted from the inside out. Don't eat geckos. Highway patrolman pulled over a hearse in the HOV line. The driver pointed to the back and asked, he doesn't count? That sounds like just a joke, not a real news article. Sounds like a bad joke from a 1920s stand-up in, in the Poconos. And hard-to-kill poop parasites are lurking in swimming pools in California. Poop water is causing diarrhea, and it's on the rise. Be careful. I read the news today, oh boy. Where do you want to start? Well, hi Highway Patrol pulled over a hearse in the HOV lane. Driver pointed to the back, and he asked, He doesn't count, does he? Doesn't it just sound like a bad joke from, like, the 1920s? That was your Poconos stand-up from the 1920s. Yeah. Uh -huh. How'd you land in the Poconos, bruh? Uh, I was going to make, you know, the classic Jewish comedian from uh, the, like, camps that Jewish families go to in, like, the um, Adirondack Mountains. But I thought that okay. the audience, like, if you watch, um, what's that show on Amazon now? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or right. Dirty Dancing. All those, like, uh, they always had comedians come through, and they were, like, bad, hacky comedians. But then I thought, I couldn't, I couldn't think of one of those town names. I still can't, so I thought of the Poconos, which I think is similar. Nice. 
but probably yeah. not universal for our audience. I don't know if I've ever heard you say the Poconos before. Well, we used to go to the. I went to the Poconos like two years in a row. News to me, man. I'm just telling you. You ever been to the Poconos? No. Why not? They don't let me up there because of the geese thing. Got a geese eater on the loose. Yeah, you're not allowed. Where do you want to start? So, well, we we already started, Jim. We're already there. Um, but yeah, I think the Hearst HOV thing. You're right. I mean, there's going to be no deep dive there, and that's why I segued us perfectly to the Denver geese situation. Um, you're in Denver. I don't How know. Do you feel I mean, about what, what's everyone getting in arms about? I eat a geese. I mean, are you going to be walking around Denver now looking at a homeless man, then looking at a Canadian geese, then looking back at the homeless man, then looking back at the geese, knowing, hey, the government's going to kill that geese and feed it to you soon? The resident goose population in this area is too large, which will cause many problems, include, including overgrazing the grass, ornamental plants, and agriculture agricultural crops the accumulation of droppings and feathers disease attacks on humans by aggressive birds um <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know there's an estimated 5000 geese living in the city um so yeah we're going to kill a couple birds and feed them to the homeless it's people helping people yeah what happens if a homeless man expedites the process and the homeless now just go find a geese, break their neck, cook them over an open fire in the streets and eat them. Is that illegal now? I mean, you know where I stand on that. Um, I mean, I'm strong vote to allow that. Um, if, if they can cut out the middleman, <laughs> that's dinner. Yeah. I mean, I think they're they're on their way. Yeah, that's tough. Maybe you need like hours for it because I don't know if you if you bring your kid to the park and a, a friendly goose is in the area and then a homeless man comes over and rings it neck and then starts cooking it in front of the kids. It's not what you sign up for. It's that scene out of Borat, which made intern Luke cry when he was a young kid. Mm, I guess he's it's upset. a life lesson. He's upset that I brought it up. When Borat's so starving and broke that he's going to kill his chicken in the middle of the street. <laughs> it's a good scene all right you yeah, how about this family in florida all they wanted to do was plant vegetables in their front yard jake that's all they've ever wanted to do six years six-year battle to plant vegetables in their front yard uh-oh i think they're oh yeah this was a mistake yeah they're Special needs. I don't know if that's the correct term anymore, but yeah. Well, I was going to make a lot of jokes, and then I clicked the picture of the article, and I don't want to make any jokes anymore. Tough. Let's move on to the guy who's so thin, he's been stealing things from places with his thinness. They put him in jail, and he just walks right out because he's so thin. It's a great... It's a great superpower. And not for nothing, I, I think you and I, I, I think we align on this. This guy kind of won. Like, you can't come back and be like, 
oh, yeah, he, he broke out. He's a bad guy. It's like, well, you put him in the container with gaps to get through, and he can get through those gaps. Like, he, I, in my head, he's done nothing wrong yeah. except his previous crimes. The police reported that the known offender used his physical constitution to achieve his mission. The Coco nicknamed Jorge Mantilla, Mantilla, who had been arrested by the Bolivian police for several robberies, took advantage of his thinness to cross the bars of the cell where he was, as seen in a video that captured the moment of his escape. He's an older gentleman, it looks like. You got a good picture of him? Uh, yeah, the article has the video of him escaping. I'll put it for the chat if anyone cares. And, I mean, it's pretty simple. He just slides through the bars because he's really thin. As simple as it comes, to be honest. Yeah. They put some uh, nice music to the video. Are you listening to this? Yeah, I muted that. It was like... And then he escapes. Right now, he's halfway in, halfway out. Yeah, if you just close your eyes and picture a, a really skinny guy slipping through some bars, you got it. And then he just walks away. The video <laughs> with the music is actually hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... He's he's going to get in trouble for, like, escaping, right? Did they catch him again? I don't know. He's too thin. Got some big old ears on him. That was his biggest risk. The ears. Do you want to talk about this guy who died because he ate a gecko? Yeah, I'm really freaked out by the phrase rotted out from the inside. A man who died after allegedly eating a gecko as a party dare basically rotted from the inside out in the days leading up to his death, according to a report. It was disgusting. This reminds me of that kid in Australia who got dared to eat a slug and then became paralyzed by the slug. And it's like, I think of you and I in those times, because when we were in college, I think we would have eaten a slug on a dare. We would eat the slug. That's why I don't like this at all, dude. And it gets worse. Wow, his testicles swollen up to the size of grapefruits and started leaking. Yeah. Why do you eat the gecko? Don't eat shit. This is a lesson I could have used. We dodged so many bullets when we were younger. Yeah. Don't eat weird shit as a party trick. Dowell allegedly ate a gecko at a party in December, woke up feeling ill the next day. He thought it was a hangover, green-colored vomit. Uh, they thought it was food poisoning. Then they thought it was salmonella. Um, I mean, this is super sad, actually. Dude died because he ate a gecko. Trying to be silly. Well, I would never eat a gecko. But, um, I mean, what were some of our good party tricks, Jim? I mean, I used to do shots of soap for a little bit. <laughs> I saw you eat cat food, which ain't bad. Cat food ain't bad. Shots of soap, that's the most startling thing that you did, I think. Shots of soap is one of my proudest achievements. Dish soap, we're talking about people. So, yeah, picture, all right, picture you're pregaming at a party, and you know it's it's getting close to that time, so you're going to do a couple rounds of shots, so you gather around the kitchen, so you know everyone will get their shot, and, you know, they do a cheers and then rope their shot, 
And so instead of taking my shot of the alcohol, I would just spray the dish soap in my mouth. I actually wouldn't really swallow it. I just kind of put it in my mouth, close it, and then I normally stare someone else in the eyes and be like, oh my God, what have I just done? I accidentally took a shot of the dish soap. Um, yeah, you, you really freak people out with that one. Yeah, thank, thank God you didn't rot from inside out. The part that sucks is because you end up spitting out the majority of the soap, but doesn't then it, it's, it's on your tongue you, all night. Doesn't dish soap give you diarrhea? It's uh, uh, tough to say. I think it um, gives dogs diarrhea, and you're somewhat of a dog. Yeah, name of a dog. Um, no, the the only the biggest inconvenience was that you were gonna have soap on soap taste on your tongue for the next hour, and if you're drinking, you're gonna get some of that soap taste in you. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it really. Uh, you, I've gotten some gasps. I think I got a couple screams from the soap soap shot. Yeah, I mean, girls are they don't like stuff like that. What's another good party fair? They loved it. I don't remember. I don't remember anything else that we ate. I licked the bottom of a broom. I guess if once. someone, yeah, I licked the bottom of a broom. I don't know. Like I'm just trying to picture. Like if someone gave you, like if you were drunk, and someone put like a small bug in your hand and was like, "Eat the bug." Do you think you would have eaten it? If it was nah, bugs tough. If it was alive, no, absolutely not. I think a live bug is better than a dead bug. Why? How long's that bug been dead? I just killed it. Humanely. Okay. Well, all right. That's I mean, that's basically it. That's a fresh bug. That's ideal. Everyone knows that. That's how we eat our food on a daily basis. You eat bugs. Wait, what did I say? What did you just say? Are you worried about the, the poop water in California? You're my California guy. Should I be worried, Jim? People are saying there's there's poop water in the pools in California, which is causing diarrhea. Hmm. But I don't get it. Like, they mean, like, public pools? Because that's since the dawn of time. You know what I mean? Like, how could this get into, like, people's home pools? Yeah, the start of the, the so, start of the article sucks so bad. That I don't want to read anymore. Outbreaks yeah. of the gastrointestinal parasite Cryptosordium have been spurting upward. Like fucking get out of here. I don't want to read that anymore. Yeah. Why don't you just throw a bunch of garbage words at me right off the bat? Make me Gushing. feel dumb. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this seems like the type of stuff that. We're like five years away from Jim. Like, you know, you know, I I've gotten into this new thing where I like looking looking back every three five years and measuring some different things about myself. Like, you know, what does your average weekend look like, or what, um, you know, what what do you enjoy to do, what don't you enjoy to do, um, you know, and you know, it's it's age eighteen, you don't like hummus. Twenty one, you're like, all right, hummus is pretty good. Um, and uh, there's other things on the chart besides hummus. But like I think this is this seems just like a mom and dad scare bait article. Yeah. Don't go to public pools. Well, I think they're saying this can get in people and then if they get in your pool, the parasite can lay eggs and then it's in your pool. That's funny. So like no more yeah. pool parties. 
58% of tested pools were positive for this bacteria in 2013. What? We're a little late. We're a little late then. So yeah, I think I think it's loose, everyone. Um Damn. Damn. Be careful at your California pool parties. I made my first I'm totally pivoting away from this story. Before sure. we go to bed of the day, I made my first breakdown for a as like a personal request breakdown. Okay. High school baseball player had a tournament over the weekend. Pretty odd, huh? It's fun. It's cool. Different. Yeah. How'd it go? That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I haven't even showed anyone yet. I should have showed Luke at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they want. Like, I said, let some F words loose. I wasn't just because I did it exactly how I would do an MLB one. Right. So I was like, I don't know if you want me to change these because it's for his son. But it was fun. I don't know. Can get into it. Yeah. You get into it. Yeah, maybe we'll get a. We'll start to get you a form. Maybe there'll be like a cussing, yes or no. Oh, that's um, good, Jake. Scale of one to ten. Like, do you want me to be rude to the kids? Like, there should be like a rude meter, a funny meter, and a baseball meter. Yeah, that's true. And they should be one to ten, and they'll be like, "Well, I want you to be like a seven out of ten, rude." We we want someone to feel a little insulted, but not cry. Yeah. Um. They funny. Su- someone jacks it up all the way to ten, and it's like, "All right, we got this fucking loser, Danny, coming up to plate." <laughs> Look at your classic fat kid on the team trying to make a play. <laughs> They're like, "What the hell is this?" Like, you cranked all the meters up. <laughs> oh, I thought I tried to make. I I thought that was a zero. Oh, oh. <laughs> you didn't want me to make fun of everyone on the field. Uh, the second baseman has been getting beat up by his sister for weeks. Can't make the play there. <laughs> I used to get beat up by my sister, so that's a tough spot for me. Did you lose my audio? <laughs> or are you just going silent? I lost you for a second. Oh, nice. You lost me right when I said I used to get beat up by my sister, so that's a tough spot for me. Oh, it kind of worked out then. Yeah, yeah. Till I became nine years old, then I socked her right in the fucking face, got her. Oh, yeah. Every every brother who had an older sister, if they can't admit that they used to get beat up by them, I mean, that's a total... I mean, I probably... You're saying nine? I don't know. For me, it was it was putting on body weight. I, I remember I I, the first fight where, like, I fought back. And, oh, nice! And my mom came in, and I had just like socked my sister in the face. I was nine; she was eleven. Oh, you punched her! You can't punch your sister. What are you doing? Courtney was so much bigger than me. You can't punch your sister. I was nine; she was eleven. She was like pinning me down and wow. beating me up. And yeah. My- that's why you wait until you're 11, 12, and then you you bulk up a little bit, and then it's the first time you sit on them, and you're like, well, welcome to the danger zone. Nah, nah. I I, I just started throwing. I didn't, like, punch her. I just started throwing my you fists around. You said socked, Jim. Socked in the fighting world is only one thing. Well, I was swinging fists for sure, and one of them caught her face. Can't do it. My mom, play my mom, my it. mom came in and said, "I told you one day Cordy was going to kick your ass." <laughs> yeah, 
She was right. Take that. Jimmy is going to beat your ass. I was also the shyest little like pussy ever as a kid. Right. They sent me to karate class to like make me have a backbone. Which was just probably made me weird. All right, hour three, Jimmy's diary. I got a diary. We can read it. It's like 2,000 pages long at this point. Okay. We did get a uh, Bo Phillips. Bo with B-E-A-U. Awesome spelling of Bo Phillips. Bo. And not Phillips. Phelps. I apologize. <laughs> Bo Phelps. Just uh, well, To Bo Phillips and Bo Phelps. Donated. Said, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it, Bo. It's going to bed of the day. Bed of the day, it's the bed of the day. Bed of the day, bed of the day. Bed of the day, it's the bed of the day. Jakey, Jakey did not make a mistake yesterday. He bet the over in his Rocks Astros game, and it hit. I believe the Astros won nine to eight. Their young pitcher. I guess the plan wasn't for him to pitch a lot. Didn't look like he did that bad. Well, six hits, two earned runs. Could have been worse. But yeah, it goes over in Colorado. McGee gets the L, more like McL. What do you got today? McGee to McL? Yeah, you got the L, so more like McL. Oh, my. Um, Okay. What do we got in the baseball world? We got a doubleheader today, Tigers-White Sox. No one's going to that. Enjoy your 4th of July. Um... Who you want to go, who you want to see, so what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. Um, Jim, free money today. Oh, no, it's it's off the board. It's not even that free money. Okay. These chicks don't even know the name of my band because they're all on me like they want to hold hands. Okay, Jim. Yeah. We are going to... The nation's capital. Wow. Nats. The Nationals are hosting the Marlins. The Marlins. And Jim, it's a guy that I think you're you've been too hard on lately. My guy Steven Strasburg. When was I hard on Strasburg? Just when we were talking about the young guys and what they were supposed to become. Like, Strasburg's had a pretty good career. Yeah, but he's not a top-flight guy. He kind of is. He has a 3-2 career ERA. Um, he's, he's finished top 10 in the Cy Young twice. I mean, he's not, like, perennial Cy Young contender, but he's really good. Yeah, there's guys that got less hype than him that are better than him. Yeah. We were you can comparing say that about him, almost anyone. No, we were comparing them to LeBron James. I said LeBron James is the only guy who was hyped to be the best ever and is the best ever. Well, As no, Kawhi's better than him. Well, yeah. I don't he think knows. I was hard on Strasburg. He's a very, very good pitcher. His height. Go. Now, hype. now we've got you back to earth, and we could get you a winner today, Jim. Nats trying to go into the break strong. They've been playing pretty good baseball. Marlins don't care. 
Alcantara, who's having a decent season for them, and I think he's their all-star. Um, doesn't matter because they're going to have to go to the bullpen. Nats win. Minus one and a half, they cover. Who's pitching? Strasburg and who? Alcantara. Sandy. The, the, the Nationals have, like, lit him up. Yeah, his last start, they lit him up. And his start before that, they got five runs, four earned. Start before that, six earned runs. He, like, has never had a good start versus the Nationals. Strasburg, on the other hand, kind of pitches well against Miami. Would have thunk it. So you're just saying that's to win? Minus one and a half. There's a line. Oh. Cool. So they have to win by more than one. This is the first time we've done a baseball one with a line. We've like done that. a couple of these. I just think you did. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't get what I was saying. Well, usually you give the money line, not like a spread. Yeah, I've I've done a couple of them recently though. I like I like this more. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah, Nats will probably. I I mean it's baseball. Anything can happen, but the Miami. They're coming off two wins. Nats are coming off. Oh, Miami's coming off two losses. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to. This is kind of the opposite of your theory from yesterday. What's that? The All-Star game. Like, I think I think the Marlins are just leaking into the All-Star break waiting for it to get here. While the Nats think they have an opportunity well, to, like, do good things into the break. Well, yeah, yeah. But I was saying teams sitting pretty, rest a little bit. Teams on the hunt get hunting. The Marlins are okay. They've tanked from the start, like hunting, hunting. They're not. They're not hunting nor resting. They're just bad. Bad. I think they've been playing decent. They had a terrible start, but I don't think I, I'll take the Nats with you today. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Could have kept that heater going if you just agreed with me yesterday, babe. Yeah, I liked uh, yesterday. I liked playing. I liked playing the that's baseball Susan card because the over was like the. The, the call. I was like, ah, maybe something weird will happen. Debut. But it didn't. It didn't. Exactly. I think someone just fell down the stairs. Wow. Wow. Tough. Tough. Sing them out. Yeah. America the Beautiful, huh? It's going to be the end of the show today. We thank you guys for tuning in. Oh. We will uh, we'll be back tomorrow. No, we're not going to do a show tomorrow because it's 4th of July. Everyone enjoy your 4th. And we'll be back. Are we going to do a show on uh, Thursday, on Friday? Can. Here if you need it. Probably not. Probably enjoy the, our weekend or week, you know. But we will be doing the pregame show and Yankees stuff. So if you're a baseball fan, you're a Yankees fan, tune in for that. We'll see you later. Have a good 4th, everyone. Singing something like this. Oh, beautiful. Oh, spacious skies. Far amber waves of rain.
just is America, America. 